Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. There are expressions uh, in English like uh, you have to stop and smell the roses or somehow you have to get out of the rat race. These are both indicative of a need to be able to reach an equilibrium in existence where, one, we're not chasing everything or trying to accumulate everything so fast that we don't have the time to enjoy the various benefits uh, in existence. We're too busy. We're too busy to understand what is truly available to us. The uh, weight of the world uh, is so heavy on us that we can't really contemplate anything but carrying it. And this takes us into difficult situations. when the weight becomes all we think about, then the effulgence of Allah's grace, the joy of Allah's qualities are not available to us because we are too trapped, too chained to carrying the world. And this has an emotional toil on us. It makes us sad. It makes us depressed. It makes us worried. We have to be able to go through this world in a light way. Uh, Everybody has seen pictures of the sadhus in India wear a g-string, a loincloth, maybe is a better word, and walk through the world without cares and without attachments, without anything, or at least that's how it appears. Uh, The fact that someone is only wearing a loincloth doesn't mean that their head is clear and doesn't mean that they are clean internally. So we, who don't walk around wearing loincloths, who get dressed every morning, have to come to the position where we clear ourselves of that which makes life difficult for us. We need to be thinking people. We need to be analytical people. We have to be people who actually watch what it is we do and why we do it. We have to have an eye that is aware of what's going on to us and around us and how we react. So, if we are of the type that if somebody praises us, 
we become happy, then certainly as soon as someone blames us, we're going to become sad. So our joy and our sorrow are very much entwined in how others react to us. So if others react to us with praise, we come into joy. If others react to us with blame, we enter into sorrow. The truth is, when someone praises us or blames us, we're still the same person. Can we understand that at the core of it, we are the same person? And whether we're praised or blamed, we're still the same person. What we're receiving is external perception. We're taking external perceptions, applying it to us, and reacting to it in a way that creates an emotional response inside of ourself. So, can we learn to control our emotional responses? Can we learn to control our emotions? Can we find an equilibrium within ourselves that is constant, that isn't subject to the various vagaries of what comes at us from the outside world? Are we capable of understanding things in that way, doing things in that way, and in reacting in that way. This is a step towards wisdom. Wisdom is connected to the qualities that belong to Allah. The sadness and the joys that we feel are for the most part connected to the qualities that belong to the world. Watch the world. Things grow and things die. Things turn green and then turn brown. There is no continuum of eternality within the illusory existence. It dissipates. It disappears. We need to center ourselves in a existence that is beyond the illusory existence that fades and disappears. We must attach ourselves to that which is eternal and learn the pleasures from that which is eternal. In mercy and compassion, God's qualities, He gives to us His favor. He gives to us His love. Can we enter into mercy and compassion and give others our favor, give others 
are love. Can we transcend our attachment to ourself and our attachment to the joy and sorrow in ourself to be able to bring love and kindness to others? This is a different kind of joy than the kind of joy you get in the world. This is a different kind of happiness than the kind of happiness that you get in the world. This is a happiness that is connected to God and His qualities. And one of the interesting things about connecting to God and His qualities is you have to go beyond the self. You have to go beyond the egocentric idea that everything revolves around us, everything is for us, and everything is about what we need. As long as we are in that space, that everything is about what we need and whether we get it or not, we are subject to the illusory joys and sorrows of existence. We are subject to sadness. We are subject to depression. We are subject to highs and lows. We can't remain stable. We can't remain in an equilibrium. But God's mercy and God's compassion are always the same. God's qualities are always the same. There is no high and there is no low. There just is His eternal grace, His eternal kindness, His eternal love. And if we attach ourselves to that, then our trip through this world becomes different. We're no longer subject to being extremely sad or extremely happy. We're no longer subject to trying to find happiness because mercy and compassion have overwhelmed us. And in that mercy and in that compassion, we have found truth. And there's nowhere else to look because there's no need to look. When you're within God's grace and God's qualities, you have found your place. The search is over. There's nowhere else to go. In this life, one of the biggest problem problems that people have is the inability to be in the moment. Why? Because they're constantly thinking about the future. They're thinking about what they could have where they could be, what they should do, as opposed to being concentrated on where they are and what they're doing. The moment has escaped humanity, who is in search of the future. The future doesn't exist. All that exists is the moment. And for us to truly find who we are, we have to live in this moment because we only exist in this moment. The future is an imagination. 
an imagination that we take on because we can't find peace in the moment. Peace is now. And peace is one of the names of God. Salam is one of the names of God. So if you're truly going to find peace, it has to be found in Allah. It has to be found in God. Peace isn't found in gold. Peace isn't found in sex. Peace isn't found in fame. Peace isn't found in power. Peace is found in God. God is peace. God is Salaam. So, you can't continue to look for things in places that they don't exist and imagine that you're going to have success. It's not available. There's a Nasruddin story that I've told often, but it makes this point very well. Uh, it was a small town that didn't have electricity, but it had a generator in front of the mosque. And there was one light in this town. And at midnight, and that light was on the mosque, in front of the mosque. And at midnight, Nasruddin is on his hands and knees in front of the mosque. And somebody comes by and says, what are you doing? And he says, I'm looking for my keys. So he got down on his hands and knees with Nasruddin to help him look. And Nasruddin says, it's not going to help that you look with me. And he said, why? He said, because I didn't lose my keys here. He said, well, where did you lose them? He said, in the woods. He said, why are you looking here? He said, because it's the only place with the light. And that's our situation in the world. We see lights, and we think we can find things there. But that's not where they are. Where they are. Where the truth is. Where peace is. Where kindness is. Where love is. Is within the qualities of God. The qualities of Allah. And anywhere else that we look, we can't find it. So somehow, we have to take our lives and push our life in the direction of understanding the qualities. There's a surah in the Quran, Surah Al-Asr, which says that except for those who meet in my name to try and understand my qualities, their lives are lost. And in truth, that's the situation we're in. We are either traveling towards God or away from God. And if we are traveling away from God, our lives are lost. And the more we become involved in the world, the more we take the world seriously, the more we become lost. And I remember people telling me, 
when I was young. You're not serious enough. You're not taking any of this seriously. And they were right. I wasn't taking it seriously because I didn't see the point. And that continued until I met my teacher. And from the first moment I heard him speak, I knew that I was beginning to hear something that I could take into my heart and treat as if it were important. So each of us needs to find that in our life. We have to find the truth of what's important. We have to focus on what's important. We have to begin to find a place in our existence where we can go into the world and be with God simultaneously. We have to be able to do this. This is the key to our existence. We can't be walking around fumbling with things, putting things up and down in various places as if that was important in our life. That's not what's important in our life. What's important in our life is the truth. And we have to find a focus that allows us to stay steady in that search. And we can't let ourselves be pulled by our emotional reactions to that. We just can't do it. If we want to find truth. Truth is constantly available to us. Purity is constantly available to us. The only reason that we don't find it is the distance between us and that inside of ourselves. It has nothing to do with our worldly accumulations. It has nothing to do with our fame or with our wealth. It has to do with what's going on inside of ourselves. As the desires get smaller, as our need to accumulate gets smaller, as we can concentrate more on reality, we will find who we are. And the most important thing that you can do in this existence is find who you are. Your consciousness is either stuck in the world or is elevated into the divine qualities. And that's what determines who you are. That's what determines the nature of the being that you are. It's not about what other people think of you. It's not about your degrees. It's about the nature of the qualities that you have within your own being. So we have to take 
measure with ourselves. We have to begin to truly assess ourselves. We have to begin to try and know who we are. And it's in this knowing that we come to fruition as a being. It is the intention of Allah that all of us should become wise. It is the intention of Allah that all of us should come close to Him. It is also His intention that we should give up all of the things that stop us from becoming wise and stop us from coming close to Him. So don't think that you can continue with your worldly ways and simultaneously encounter God. It doesn't work like that. But also, don't be afraid that you're giving anything up within the world. Because that which Allah has to offer you is greater than anything you can know in the world. The only problem is your imagination is limited to the world. So we need to go beyond our imagination. And we can't go beyond our imagination until we give up our imagination. And in giving up our imagination, the truth will enter us. But our imagination will become a veil that stops the truth from entering us if we continue to try and create what is the truth. We can't create it. It's already been created. We can't imagine it. It's already in place. We have to find it. We are not the doer. Allah is the doer. We have to give up our attempts to create that which is already in place. May we all be able to do that. May it become easy for us. May this world become a very light thing that doesn't weigh on us. And may we be able to go directly to understanding the qualities of our Lord, which takes us to our Lord. Amin, amin. Ya Rabbi Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam.